You've opened up your device, hit the play button, and found your way to the Vanika Lewis Show, the place where righteous meets ratchet and we keep it real. It's where we learn to do life better each and every day. So while I have your ears for this period of time, we're going to dig into today's episode. So check this out. There are hundreds of you who listen to this podcast and I love y'all. I love each and every one of you. But amongst the crowds, there is one of you, at least one of you who has a gift. You are extremely gifted and talented, but nobody knows it because you've been playing small. You've been hiding in the corner and you are quiet about the gifts and the talents that God has given you. And you know what? Today, I'm about to call you out. You know why? Because you need to quit playing small. We ain't got time for that, okay? Not today. So we're about to dig into this thing. It's time for you to quit playing small and to step and stand out. Now, the topic I'm getting ready to talk to you about is actually very controversial in the church and not just in the church with people who look at the church. And so there are really two perspectives in regards to people having large platforms for ministry. Half of the people think, you know, there's nothing wrong with it and your gifts will make room for you, which means that you will have access to platforms that give you influence and um, they hold steadfast to that. And there's another half who believes that um, your faith should be uh, humble and that there is no need to be on platforms in order to do the work of God. Now, although I understand both perspectives, I'm not much for just leaning to what people think. I am all for getting into the word and understanding the examples that God has left for us in his word and allowing that to guide my perspective on how I believe he desires to see us live life. So you understand that's where I'm coming from. Now, y'all know I got a little ratchet in me, but my righteous is greater. So I'm going to always lead you to the word with the topics that we discuss. And today I'm talking to you about not playing small. Like really, I'm tired of so many of you all shrinking and being afraid to show the gifts and the talents that God has given you. And like I said in the intro, I know that there is one, if not several of you who listen to this podcast, who has been playing small. And it really has nothing to do with you not being ready or in not being your time. You're just living in a sense of false humility and you lack confidence. So today my goal is to help you get past that, to gain the confidence that you need and to understand why you need to come up out of the shadows and into the light where you are supposed to be. So biblical examples, okay? Because like I said, that's what we do. We study our word, okay? All right, so 
one of um, the most famous people in the Bible that we tend to turn to. And we use his story often to speak about a man's heart towards God. And that is David. All right. And I'm not going to assume that you just know the story in and out about David's life. So I'll share just very briefly. David was in a family where he has several brothers. His brothers were all big and handsome um, and they served in the military, in the army. David was small and scrawny, the youngest one, and he worked in the fields at his father's house. It was um, told to a prophet that um, David's dad had a son who was going to become king. And many people assumed it was one of the older boys because of their stature and how they looked, etc., etc. But come to find out, it was actually little scrawny David who God had called. And it was because of his heart. God saw his heart. Okay, now the reason I think that David's story is so important is because God equipped David with a fearless uh, disposition. David, although scrawny in stature, he wasn't scared of nobody. He was like, "Uh, bring it and I'm going to handle it. What? I got these hands. You know what I'm saying? I'll meet you. And literally, um, it says that as he served in the fields and he would protect um, his flock, he had to kill a bear. And it talked about him killing other animals, right? And doing what he had to do. Now, God used that same fearless disposition in David to stand up against the enemies um, of the Israelites. And that's where we then hear about how David killed Goliath. Little old scrawny David used his fearlessness, his courage to stand up and say, I don't care how small I am. I'm not going to allow anybody to mock my God. And he used a slingshot and a smooth stone and he took old giant Goliath out. God took David from the field And created an opportunity for him to be before the masses and slay a giant. And because of that, David began to be positioned where he was then going to take his rightful place as king. Okay, that's just one example. And I use that because there is no way that David could have defeated Goliath and gained the reputation that he needed to be positioned for king if he stayed in the field. You cannot do the great things that God is calling you to do. You cannot slay the giants that you've been gifted and qualified to slay if you're too busy hiding in the shadows. You can't fulfill your purpose operating in the shadows. Right. And the reason I mentioned a false humility is because you'll act like you're humble. You'll walk around, you know, making people think, oh, I just have this humility. And, you know, I'm just just little old me. But the reality of it is, is when you pray and you you go to sleep at night, you see the places that God is telling you you're supposed to be. He shows you the platforms that you're supposed to be on. He shows you the masses that you are supposed to be influencing and impacting for his glory based upon the gifts and the talents that he has given you. 
And really, it's not a sense of humility that's keeping you from coming from out of that dark place. It's actually a lack of confidence because although you see it and you know it, you're afraid of being all that God has created and called you to be. But on today, on today, you hear me on today, you need to get over that. Because there's an assignment on your life and you cannot complete that assignment operating in the shadows. You just can't do it. All right. Now, let me take you back to the word again. I'm going to talk to you about Jesus, right? The one who we model our life after the one who we desire to walk as Jesus. Okay. Jesus actually taught to masses. How do you think he was able to feed 5,000 people? Because it was 5,000 people there at one time. That's one time where it was written about in the word, where it says he fed 5,000 people at one time. Jesus didn't walk around talking about, you know, I'm here to save the world, but I want to be humble about it. So I'm only going to do ministry in houses and I'm going to take groups of five or 10 at a time. No, he didn't. He spoke up, he taught, he did what God sent him here to do. And because he was positioning himself, the masses were drawn to him. And because the masses were drawn to him, he was able to change lives massively because they came, they came in large groups seeking what he had to offer. And guess what? The disciples followed suit. When we read about the day of Pentecost in the Bible, you know how I know it was heck of people there because when the Bible talks about them speaking in an unknown tongue, he gave them a heavenly language that operated as an interpreter, meaning there were people there from different backgrounds who spoke different dialects and different languages, but they all understood the same message at the same time. But that tells me that there were people traveling from far distances to come to that place to hear what the disciples had to offer. They saw God model ministry and they did it. They followed suit. They did the same thing. So if we are called to model the ministry of Christ, if he's the example, we can't play small because he didn't play small. He didn't hide out in someone's home until it was time for him to give his life on the cross, on the cross. He served. He was in these streets doing his thing. And if people asked him who he was, he didn't deny it. So since you have gifts, you have talents, God has called you to to a purpose and you need to stop denying who he has created you to be. And you need to stop playing small because there are masses out there that are waiting for you to serve them. There are masses out there waiting to hear from you. And I can say, masses, this world is filled with billions, trillions of people. So, yes, you can be called to thousands of them. It is very possible for one person to reach that many people. You can do it. God has shown it to you. I need you to stop playing small and step up and step out into who God has called and created you to be. You cannot fulfill your purpose living in the shadows. It's just not possible. And there are no examples of that occurring in the word. 
when God had a call on someone's life, he pushed them out. He called them out. He positioned them in platforms to have influence over the people that he had called them to. And the only time you see someone in the darkness is when they were operating in disobedience. Jonah, Jonisha's, whoever you are <laughs> listening to this. Today, I need you to make a conscious decision that no matter how afraid you are, you much more desire to fulfill the plan that God has for you, that you're ready to step out, that you're confident that you don't have to be afraid because if he called you to it, he will lead you through it. Today, I need you to begin to operate, not in a a sense of false humility, but from a place of courageousness like David, from a, a place of not being afraid, from a place of being confident in who you are and the gifts and the talents that God has given you. So it's time for you to step out. It is time for you to step out. And I don't know who this is for, but you know, you know, listening to this, if I'm talking to you, I need you to do what God has created you to do because there are literally lives depending upon it. And gone are the days of you operating with a sense of humility. It's time for you to be bold, be courageous, to come out of the corner and be who God has called and created you to be. Today, make a decision that you won't live that life anymore, that you're gonna step out and do something new and do something bold and live a Christ-like life that requires you to influence and impact for the kingdom of God. Today, it has to be different than it's been before. Do what you gotta do, make it happen. Faith friend, I want to thank you for spending time with me today as you strive to do life better. Listen, if you need help getting your life and you need access to tools or resources, I want to invite you to check me out online at www.vanikalewis.com to see what tools I have that may be able to help push you into the next phase of you doing life better. If you need to link up with some other sister girls, some other faith friends who are excited about pursuing their purpose and God's plan for their life, then I invite you to check us out on Instagram at pretty in purpose. There is no better time for you to do life better than today. It's time for you, sis, to pursue your purpose and get your life.